Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Cheers. Oh, yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color, and you rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. Antoine. I'm Antoine And we the Connected Experience Bro what's the Connected Experience It's the lifestyle A lifestyle Our lifestyle How that lifestyle treat you Bro it got us here with one of the ones we've been trying to get for a long time bro If y'all heard the uh, music on the intro we usually don't do that But y'all know who we got bro So bro what's your word of the episode uh, My word man is street it's a noun. It's a public thoroughfare, usually paved in the village, town, or city, including a sidewalk or sidewalks. What about you? Mine is Lord, a person who has authority, control, or power over others, a master, a chief, or ruler. And when you put that together, what we got? We, we got, got Street Lord Rook right here sitting with us. What's going on, What's bro? going on, bro? What's going on? Man? Welcome to the Connected Experience. Yeah, before we even get into this, man, it's a pleasure having you, bro. We've been fans of the music for a long time, bro. So that's why we started with the music, just so in case they forget, like, that's how we know who you You're are. Right. That's how up. we got acclimated with you. So when it comes to, like, it's, it's certain albums that stick out what I was doing when I went and got that, right? So uh, we twins, of course, and we dibbled and dabbled in a lot of shit. But we was doing, like, uh, construction at that time. Right, so I remember the day like it was now. We from Angster, okay. so we uh, our last project of the day. It was a, a. This is also the reason we don't do this no more. It was a, <laughs> a, 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 a drywall ceiling, and we had to hold that. We had to hold the, the shit up while my cousin was uh, stapling and screwing it in. Right, and then I was, we was mad as fuck. That shit was heavy as hell. He was yeah. like, "What y'all about to do?" We say, "Man, we about to go to Justin's and get that uh, motherfucking street lord out." That shit just came out. You feel what I'm saying? So that's what we did after we got paid that day. We went and bought that platinum masterpiece. You know what I'm saying? Album, man. You know what I'm saying? So uh, talk about us about growing up on the west side of Detroit because. Uh, your age range, you uh, so you grew up in the eighties and the nineties as a teenager and all of that. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about growing up on the west side of Detroit. Man, it was dope. I had dope experience growing up. You know, I grew up. I went to Lessinger. I went to Man. I went to Cody. I went to Cass. So my oh, you you a Cass Tech alumni too? No, because we it's, I ain't graduated from Cass. <laughs> I went to Cass like ninth grade, then I transferred to Cody. Okay. And, uh, I ain't get kicked out of nothing. No, I grad. I had good grades when I went to Cavs, but I just used to have to get up to catch the bus. Yeah. At like five forty-five, and that just 
And when I say two, I say that because we had so many cast tech alumni, alumni that people just come who went through. to cast that uh, my daughter eleven, and I told her she going to cast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you feel yeah, what I'm saying? That's dope. No, I got a daughter graduated from cast. Um, my kids, two of my kids' mothers graduated from cast. So yes, yeah, cast is a big staple in the city. So cast is dope. So when you growing up on the what what part of the West Side you from? See, this is a worldwide show, so we gonna be saying certain stuff. Uh, I grew up on Plymouth and Evergreen. I'm from P Rock. Okay, that's, cool. That's yeah. where I'm from. That's yeah. But my hood everywhere, man. I've been I've been all over. So I don't like to just be like I'm from like granted I say I'm from Plymouth and I'm from P Rock, but I'm from everywhere. Like, I I rock on seven mile, eight mile, east or west, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So coming up in that time, what who was you listening to musically? Like when you, what was the soundtrack to your life uh, at, that at that time, locally and nationally? Like who was you listening to that was from the D when you was? Who cu- I grew up on? Yeah, who you might surprise y'all? Man, one of my favorite Detroit rap groups is uh, Rap Mafia. They had a song Underworld. That was yeah. Dope they had a video. Yeah, they had a video. That's the video, video that got them in trouble. Yeah, yeah. So I fuck yeah. with Rap Mafia. I fuck with uh, J to the D. Had the song Sack Chasers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all know Miles Dixon. He had the song. Man, Miles is our mentor, man. Like he, so he helped it. Yeah. Freaky. Yeah, he had, the, he had the record Freaky. That was yeah. like a big record when yeah. I was about the sixth or seventh grade. I don't really remember. So that was the local artist. But hold on, now we gotta ask you about some local artists. Then you ain't fuck with Prince Vince in the hip hop force, bro. Listen, bro. I just did an interview yesterday, and I was yeah, I think it was yesterday. So my mother produced a show. Back in the day, when she brought Sir Mixer Lot to the State Theater, and uh, Prince Vince and the Hip Hop Force was on there, and yeah. Awesome Dre. Yeah. So I'm very familiar with Prince Vince. Yeah. And uh, that era of music, too, for sure. So, you know, I've been into music at a very young age. You know, I grew up, like I said, I grew up on Plymouth and Evergreen. Damon's Records was right there. You know, yeah. that's like a staple. Uh, in my community and me growing up, I grew up going up to Damon's buying candies and records every week. Damn every time I got ten dollars, I would run to Damon's and buy a tape because they used to stamp the tape. Yeah, let you know it was real. And uh if it broke, you could return it. Oh so yeah, that, yeah. That's what made Damon's like <laughs> super dope. So and I'm tripping. I said Justin's. That's what I meant. Damon's. Oh, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Okay, we, we, yeah. I take Insta Road to Plymouth Road all the way up. I ain't had no lights. And I said, I got to get this album, though. I've yeah, been waiting yeah. on this shit. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm, f- I'm very familiar with the Damon family. They, wa- they watched me grow up. That, that's been a staple in my hood. So, But local, I mean, nationally, man, I grew up on Too Short, E40, Spice One, Be Legit, uh, Man, I had a two-layer crew tape when I was probably like eight. Whatever, <laughs> hey, we want some pussy came out. You no, know, I was listening to whatever was popping at the time. Like Run DMC, I had Run DMC Records, yeah. Fat Boy Records. So I always kind of been into music. Right. So now you said your mom threw a show. Like, uh, what was she, she was a concert promoter? Like, what was uh, her first time? Dabbling? Nope. Honestly, my mom was like a drug dealer who was just probably trying to figure it out. Like she, yeah. My mom was a hustler. She sold drugs. Later on, she got to abusing drugs. You know, she passed away. Okay, so My mom that. was really a, a dope lady. Like, we had a dope relationship. She helped me become the person I am today. Um, hats off to her. I think she did a phenomenal job. Her and my grandma based on what they had to work with and what they knew. Yeah. So, um, 
No, I'm proud of my mom. I would never change my situation right. or change how I grew up. Yeah. No, I, I take the good with the bad, even though I've been to prison and uh, I've seen a lot. Like I've seen a lot of drug usage growing up. I've seen a lot of uh, drug selling and drug dealing. So, no, I wouldn't change my childhood for nothing. It, it's now, a part of you? me, but it doesn't define me, and it's helping me grow and teach my kids different. And uh, raised them a little better because I feel like I know a little more than my parents knew. And uh, I feel like each generation should get better. Get, get better, better. Yeah. At least, I, so, I think at least 1.5 times. Like, so you know. I'm putting my family and my kids in a position to be better than I was. And I think I've done a little better than my parents. So hopefully my kids are able to keep that trend going. I mean, did, did you have siblings and stuff growing up? Yeah, I got siblings. I got a brother and a sister for my mom. Uh, my brother raps. Uh, a lot of people don't know he's my brother, but uh, he calls himself Meech. He got songs and videos with Pezzo, Rio. Uh, he dope. He, he pretty okay. dope. Oh, he, he still rap right now? He still rap right now. Yeah, yeah. It's, called, it's, it's called Meech. He got a song out with Rio. He's done records with pretty much everybody, but he yeah. he. He's building his own brand where he called it It Ain't Just Rap. Like he does so he's got songs with all of the Detroit artists. But yeah, the top. He, he's been standing on his own. And I got a little sis, a little sister also by my mom. But my dad, I probably got eight or nine brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's it's, it's cool. You know, yeah, it's a, a lot of I have relationships with some of them, not all of them, but some has passed away. Okay. So where do you fall in on the age range? So like your mother's kids, are you the oldest? I'm the oldest of my mother's kids. And then your dad, where do you fall in out of those eight or nine siblings? I'm the fifth one. Like, okay, okay. So, so that's like a middle child over there. Yeah, I'm the middle child <laughs> yeah over there. that's a middle I'm child over there. I'm the fifth kid. So like growing us growing up, because we 40, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like I'm a little older than you guys. Right. right. So us growing up, like the street lords was it. Like just to be honest, like it, oh, it, it was it in rap. Like we knew what was going on because hip uh, Prince Vince and the hip hop force. Prince Vince, our godfather, bro. Okay, that's you, you know what I'm saying. So he like, the A now, don't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and my cousin, good friends, like they talk. Yeah, yeah, so, so, yeah, so like we would go around Prince Vincent, we'd be like the street lords, the street lords, and he'd be like, Man, I know these niggas, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was dope to him to see the impact that y'all was having on other people. So, like, when did you know that you was like about to be in the streets? Like, like in the streets, or no, the streets, rapping. like, like in the no, streets, in the streets, like, because like, you know, you had to be in the streets before you could be a street. Uh, right? shit, I probably started hustling, I was hustling out my grandma's living room, I was selling candy, and then. As I got older, me and my mom was hustling together. Then I started hustling in Brightmoor. You know what I'm saying? I was selling weed. Then I was selling crack. Yeah. And I started selling heroin. So I started hustling at a very young age. So you kind of already felt like this was my lifestyle because you you mentioned your mom sold drugs. Did you already feel like, like well, this is just what I'm going to do. This is what I see, uh, what the good and the bad that come with it. I can see. Or did you have dreams of being like anything else? Or it was like. Man, honestly, I was like a great football player. I was a good football player, track athlete. I had scholarships, play ball. Like I was. I was wide like, receiver. I played receiver in TV. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So um, I ran like 429, uh, 10, 6, and 100. I was a good athlete. Yeah, yeah no, this was great number. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like, yeah. I mean, who did I, you have scholarships and stuff from? A lot of different people, man. Um, like, we came in like number two at the state championship in track and field over at Cody. So, shout out to all my guys who were in track with me. I've had a dope 
life, man. I've been truly blessed. Um, right. So the whole time you a uh, uh, star athlete or whatever, you hustling too? Like so this yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I was hustling in. Like so um man, I I was hustling drugs with my with my mom and like my cousin, so I mean, it sounds bad. Well, I'm telling really the story, but yeah. this is this is real. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, man, my family ain't nobody really had no job. So then, they're like, you about sixteen, you then got a sack. Like it, it was kind of normal. It's, it's a like, tradition. This is what like, we do. Yeah, everybody hustled. Everybody was hustling. Everybody kind of did all right for themselves. So. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I knew. Um, now playing football and, and and being able to be on that level of track and football were the. When did you feel like those things started to fade, and you was like, "I'm going heavy with the streets"? Like, you know, I don't, I can, I, yeah, I can do that. But just I, I, being, I'm doing this. Just being poor, like, yeah. Um, granted, we wasn't poor, like, because we have more than a lot of people who live where we live. But we, I just always probably wanted more, like, right, yeah. right. Um, that's probably the best way to look at it. I just wanted more. I always saw more. And then just opportunity had came to make more money, and I just tried to take advantage of the opportunity, even though it wasn't uh, the best opportunity. Looking back, I thought it was a great opportunity, but getting in the streets may have not been as great as I thought. Right. Even though we made made millions of dollars at a very young age. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like. I'm intelligent enough to make millions of dollars in a getaway. So it's like, right. yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, most people think the streets is the only, only way. way. Yeah. But I feel like I'm intelligent enough to make millions of dollars any kind of way. That was right. just the fastest at the time. So. Right. So you say you made millions of dollars at a young age. When you touched your first million dollars that you knew what was yours, what was your first thought? Like, that you knew was yours. Like, you know how you run through money all the time, but when you set back, like, this is my million. Like, what was your? <laughs> I, 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 I gotta get some more. Like, yeah. It wasn't like, oh, I got this money. I'm about to quit. Like the streets is like, when you start off hustling, you be like, I want to get a thousand. Then it'd be like five thousand. Yeah. Then it'd be like ten thousand. Yeah. If I just get twenty five thousand, I'll be straight. Then it'd be yeah. like, oh, I need to get fifty. Then it go to a hundred. I just get two hundred fifty thousand. It's it's gonna it's, keep it. it yeah. Just keep going. Like the appetite for money just keeps growing. So. I don't think anybody who started selling drugs was like, I'm going to quit when I get to a million dollars. Most of the time, they target goal for quitting was probably long before a million dollars. Right. Yeah, right. was like, oh, I'm going to quit when I get 10 bands. Right. I mean, right. Then they seem like, damn, I just made 10 bands. I'm going to keep yeah, it going. So, so what was you, what you feel like, because you've been doing, basically you born into this, right? Yeah, like my mom been to, my, right. mom, my mom went to trial against the feds and well. My dad, he did two fair bits. Yeah. And my stepfather did fair bit. So, like. what was your moment like? I'm on. You feel what I'm saying? Not because a nigga know who my parents are. Like nigga, I hustled up on this and caught what I was looking for, and I'm on. Was that feeling better than making a million? Because you knew, like, with this situation, I can make this much, or was the million a better feeling? Um, I'm like this, and I. St- I don't like nobody in control of my destiny. Yeah. Because what's in store for me in life, what God got in store for me, may not be in store for everybody else. So I don't want to be behind or waiting on somebody. So long as I was in control, like, or trying to 
have my own situation, that's all that mattered to me. Like, because I know I'm going to hustle. I'm going to put the work in to be right. successful. I'm going to keep grinding. I'm going to stack my cheese. I ain't going to be spending. I ain't going to be flashy because I'm grinding because I'm trying to get to where I'm trying to go. Where the next person might be like, man, I ain't hustling this week. I'm straight. Right. Or right. I got a half a million. I'm straight. Yeah. So once I always had my, I always had my own cash. So I was able to develop my own situations and, you know, cash is king. So I was always able to do my thing. So I never looked at it like, oh, you got this million dollars. You, you're rich or you got to stop or. Yeah. It was just more like, all right, we'll keep going. Like, after I made a certain amount of money, I wanted to do other things, other business ventures. From I did clothes. I did the movie Envy. Yeah. That was right. early on. And I actually got that movie at the at my mom's house. I should have brung that shit. <laughs> so and you that, that's, that shit. Why, that's why we played that verse, because when we first heard that song, that's what stood out. Want me to stop for what? Nigga, I ain't quit until they locked me up. Yeah, that that, that that always stuck out. You feel what I'm saying? I said that nigga going hard. <laughs> <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? That, but man, you know what, what I'm I've saying? learned though, like words is powerful. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah words is powerful. So like, you will never hear me say no rap. Like I still make music to this day, but you will never hear me say nothing about going to jail. Yeah, yeah. Like you ain't gonna hear me say I'm going to jail or. None of that shit. Yeah, because I don't. Sp- I don't speak. What that type you of shit. say yeah. come true. You don't gotta believe me. You could go listen to Tupac. He talked about dying. He died. You go talk about Biggie. He talked about dying. He died. You go listen to Blade. He talked about dying. He died. Yeah. I talked about going to jail. I went to jail. Like don't yeah. pass go. Don't collect two hundred. Go to jail. jail. I never was in a raid. I never got caught. I never had none of that stuff. I went straight to jail. Man, okay. what you say is powerful. You gonna hear me talk about. Making billions, 30, 40, 50 million. Yeah. Because that's what I want to come. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. tongue is powerful. The energy you put out is powerful. That's why I be on all positive stuff. Like, oh, negativity, man, I ain't really with that. Yeah, right, right, right. So you, so you mentioned Envy. Uh, like uh, my brother said, we uh, we got that at the. Uh, man, I would love house. to see a copy of that. I haven't seen a copy of that. Bro, I. Um, when I go to my mom's house this week, I, I I got a pretty good idea of where it's at, bro. You can have it, bro. Like, All right, like straight up. I, uh, yeah. And what's crazy about that is so like uh, another uh, a guy that's on the West Coast, uh, Big Court. He uh he run with Master P and shit, I, right? I, I I just talked about somebody was putting gonna put us together. My guy Big D. Big D the mogul do a podcast. Of, uh, to, yeah. So we might be able to put you with Big Court too. I can make yeah. a call. So. I, I had I write I also write and I uh, did an article about him on the website that I write for and okay. we was talking on the phone and we was talking about the Murder Dog magazine and he like man I was in the Murder Dog these couple years I can't find him I say bro well guess what I got every Murder Dog magazine from the last ten to twelve years I know I can find the articles you got the article with Blade in that boy. I, I, where, he, where he got the furrow You got that one I, 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 I gotta do. go through him We just what, had do, to What year it, it, It's, it's kind of roughly That might be 2005 uh, Cause he died in 2005 I know it came out When I was in, fed, in the feds Yeah Me and it, his brother was together Like that's my co-defendant Yeah and, uh, Yeah but like I talk to Silk, like me and Silk, the shocker, cool. So, yeah. yeah, so I'm a. Uh, I, we gonna see if if you can find the envy. I, I'm pretty sure that to you. I'm, you know I'm gonna make saying? sure you get the envy because I know it's it's either one of three places. You know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah. I'm gonna make sure you get that. And I ain't made one dime of envy, and I spent like two million dollars on that movie. That, that's the I, first time though. Uh, yeah. People like we was really realizing like 
you could do your own shit. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's people in the city, because uh, cause like I said, we from Angster, but it's people right here doing their own shit. Like you know, niggas in Texas, uh, Slim Thug, and then what was that movie uh, that we was fucking with? Hard? Dirty Third, the Dirty Third. Uh, of course, Master P. What I'm about it. Uh, yeah. Kicked it off But we was like Yo like They dude. still was so far away It still seemed like yeah. Somebody could be You know what I'm saying But okay So let's get into the music How was the Street Lords Created as as Like when y'all Decided to rap Cause like, like you mentioned Blade If people uh, This is a worldwide show So Blade from the mile Wine from the east You from P-Rock You know what I'm saying And then everybody else uh, Jesse from uh, Joy Row So y'all uh, all come together But how How do y'all feel Alright look Like my parents And Blade parents Was Friends are running together. Uh, my cousin got and Blade older brother went to school together. Like we all kind of grew up close knit, like family. Me, Blade, O, yeah, Dot, Bill. We can all grew up together, knew each other. Jesse was my cousin, Brick, boy. So Jesse, okay. Jesse and Brick from the same hood. Uh, Blade knew one from the east side. Just all conformed together where it was competitive. But my cousin Yacht had started the Street Lords prior to any of us rapping in the Street Lords. He had some more guys. Okay. And they just didn't work out. It wasn't, it didn't sound great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't say. Um, it, just it just wasn't the Street see. Lords. It just, it just wasn't, wasn't. Yeah. It probably like wasn't. the Ghetto Boys. You know, the Ghetto Boys was like that first, too. You know, the original Ghetto Boys wasn't Willie D, Scarface, and Bill. It was a whole different cast of guys that didn't work. And Jay went and got Bill, Will, and uh, yeah, Faze. Well, I, yeah. could, I could say it you know, like that. Look, because, like, some of the raps, I, it was a guy named Stony Man that was in the original Street Lords. And uh, he, was a, he wasn't a bad rapper. It just didn't work. You know what yeah, I'm Sometimes yeah. it's like, it's always not the raps it's, or the talent. It's just time. And sometimes it's time. Right, yeah. it just wasn't the time. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's marketing, it's money, it's... Do you remember the first record that y'all did together as the Street Lords? Man, they did a record before I even was rapping. Like they did a record called "We Fooling in This Bitch." That was the first record that was like, "Oh damn, that shit." <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, if they could rap, I could rap. Yeah. And then we made a bunch of records that was trash too. So I, but you guys probably never heard the records, but you may have heard bits and pieces. Of the verses from the trashy songs later, yeah, where we might have took part out and put it in a newer, up to date record, but yeah, we had trash records too. So, I mean, well, that's what any yeah. rapper. I hate when rappers try to act like everything they ever make is the best shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, stop, it. Like, yeah, man, stop, stop it. Shit, yeah. like, So, like, uh, so when did you know that the street lords? Was a thing in the streets Like because This ain't just us This ain't just this. us Riding around What was that Let's feeling like You heard a nigga Zoom past you Don't know him, And that shit coming out the car All right, Remember look, that man, I ain't gonna even lie man My first go in rap Probably was like Man I just wanna hear my shit On the radio I wanna hear the little kids Rap my verse That probably was like My first go Like oh if that happened Then I'm gonna be feeling like dope Yeah And then it happens Like oh okay And then like we, We're gaining momentum We're gaining popularity But I ain't gonna even laugh. The first time I thought we had made it. So we was getting ready to go to the Mike Tyson fight. It's me, Blade, it's all the street lords, call me kill Patrick, it's everybody running together. So we at a Metro Airport and they keep delaying our flight all day, every they delayed our flight like four or five times that yeah. day. So we were saying like if they delay it one more time, we just ain't gonna go. But that was the day, probably like 
I want to say the day come roll with a nigga got made or the day before. And when I first heard that shit, I was like, nigga, we out. <laughs> we out of here. Uh, you, was there when it, you was there when it was made? I was like, we out of here with that shit. R4 like, is there that, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. R4, I like, I like, well, come roll with a nigga. I like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> we out of here with that. So that was like a, a dope, a dope feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like that was, but we was we was making so much music. It was just like a a hobby pastime, having fun, a group of guys getting together, being competitive. Right. You know? Like everybody had a competitive spirit. Everybody had wanted the dope verse. Everybody just wanted to win. So it wasn't. I think that's why it sounded good. Everybody right. Was, everybody just was putting their best foot forward. It's like, yo, we yeah. about to do this. We about to do this. Yeah, everybody had the same goal. It wasn't no I in the team. It was just everybody had the same goal. Right. So the transition from uh, Rollies Don't TikTok to Platinum Masterpiece, like the quality get better, the records get bigger, and y'all start. The cover even get better. The the, the cover even get doper. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? And then y'all start working with. So at first, this is how I felt. I said, uh, Platinum, I mean, Rollies Don't TikTok, y'all work with all the independent big dogs. Y'all had everybody on there. But then when this Platinum Masterpiece come out, I don't know if you realize it, but y'all got everybody from Cash Money except for Wayne <laughs> and Turk. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Then y'all got Shine. Benzino yeah. got his own record on there at the time. Y'all got all of these. Re- is Shine even used that record again? Yeah, more or less. Yeah, yeah, more or less. More you know what less. I'm saying? So when y'all yeah. creating it, y'all got Nori on there, Capone on there. Like, this is an all-star cast. Like, when y'all making these records, how are you feeling? Like, are you feeling like we paying these people or are you feeling like they know we coming? Because that's a difference. You know what I'm saying? Um, ex- ex- at the time, you guys know. The West Coast already knew. You know what I'm saying? At the time, it's kind of like we balling, we getting money. So it's like. We feel like we just as good as all them people at the time, and we we getting offer record deals. We making so much money that some of those deals just don't make sense. It was really y'all selling yourself short by letting somebody else own y'all shit. I feel like today, as a businessman today, I just feel like we didn't know the music business at yeah. that time because we probably should have took a deal that wasn't what we thought. And then just blew the shit out of the water, and then we could have renegotiated. Right, because y'all could have pushed the expectations. And then we could have opened the door. We could have got a lot more connections, but uh, we were probably naive and a little arrogant, and just didn't know. So um, I'm not gonna blame anybody. It was just not in the cars at the time. But that's how I feel about it. Someone else may feel different, but yeah. I feel, you know, we. Um, we didn't handle the opportunity as best we could. And um, we probably didn't get the results that we wanted. But like I just said earlier, it's timing is everything. Right. And and so right now we in a time where literally the whole industry look like the street lords. Right? Man. So, 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 so how that? Because I, I had to ask the street lord because normally when we talking to people and we say that the, the, the industry look like Detroit. But the truth of the matter is, the industry looks just like the street lords. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, straight up, knowing that that's what it is. Can't nobody take that away from y'all. Not Detroit, you know what I'm saying? But y'all as a crew, like, that's us. It's flattering. (laughs) 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 Like, it's... It's not like when we was doing it, though, that that was like... yeah. 
our mindset. We were just young guys getting money, trying to make something happen. So to be that far ahead of our time, to be pioneering something, I don't think that none of that crossed our minds going through it. So hindsight, looking back, you'd be like, yeah. But sometimes today it's like, people like, man, you a legend, you this. And it's like, man, I ain't really did shit. (laughs) (laughs) To me, you know what I'm saying? Like, Because I probably, my worst critic, and I probably place far more expectation on myself than anybody else. So when someone say I'm a legend, it's like, dog, you just giving me this craze because I sold a bunch of drugs and I did this rap shit, but. This ain't finna scratch the surface of what I'm about to do. We're gonna have so much more than that, yeah. Yeah, or what's the story, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, my proudest moment in life, bro, fuck all that street lord shit, dog. My daughter got accepted to Harvard and Stanford. I got a daughter that go to Stanford. I was gonna ask you about that. Right now, like, that's my biggest accomplishment. Her daddy went to jail, her mother had a baby in high school. Yeah. And she been able to overcome all All of that, all of these obstacles and get accepted to. Harvard and Stanford and still excel. My oldest daughter graduated from Michigan State. My yeah. second daughter graduated from Michigan State. Fuck all that drug dealing <laughs> shit. Right, yeah, yeah, I'm a yeah. real dad. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm really, that, yeah, I'm yeah. really an active parent. And, like all of that. Shit. And that's cool, right? Because you saying how your daughter's graduated from Michigan State. My daughter just graduated from kindergarten. You yeah, feel what I'm saying? I'm waiting like, on the yeah, yeah. So like, man, hold on. Like the streets don't define me. Like, hey, bro. Gotta, I'm a real motherfucking person. Yeah, at the end yeah, of the yeah, day, yeah. like at the beginning of the day. Yeah, you know I got the, this is the value right here. Right, how yeah. this next generation turn out? Like, yeah, yeah, I did so, that, but I plan on doing some real great. Like, all right, yeah. if that was great, yeah, if yeah, right, this ain't yeah. Watch what I, this, I was a give kid. Me, give me yeah. a little more time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you just got daughters, no sons. I had a son, my son, man. Like, okay. yeah. Um, man, I got a dope son, man. I'm in an unfortunate situation with his mind where we going through. a Trial court custody battle for child support. Yeah, and uh, I'm going through that right now, man. Yeah. So, so I have my up and down yeah. days, but I get to see him. We talk. Yeah. You know, say I don't talk to him about what's going on, but yeah. he's a dope guy. He's a very yeah. intelligent young man. He you in know the sports or he in the tech? A little bit of both. You know, what I'm saying he's yeah. trying to figure it out. Like I don't know if he's gonna be an athlete. Sometimes he want to play basketball. Sometimes he want to play video games. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's just different from when I grew up. Like. We was outside all day. Oh, all day, yeah. I couldn't he, even imagine. He probably in the house 90% of the time. But, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's man, dope. You know that's saying? dope. So, Plus, he got good examples from his sister, too. Like, okay. Yeah. You no, know, yeah. I mean, I don't give a fuck. Where are you from? Harvard, a big deal. Stanford, yeah, listen, a big man, deal. That's, yeah, yeah. That's the 3% of the people who probably even get involved. And then when it's talking about African-Americans, it's a whole nother dynamics so. yeah yeah that's dope yeah, so yeah, that's, that's dope like the only thing about right schools now. like that is like the adjustment for the for, for like your daughter like how she go fit in what she like you know what i'm saying yeah, like, she love it she never said she ain't never coming back <laughs> <laughs> right and that see that's a good thing because you know so. some kids go and had a total opposite they hate it they were yeah. so before we get to all the movies and stuff, we do like, so this is a big life after felonies. And what we mean after that is we talk to guys who've been to prison or people who've been to prison and we talk about their life after felonies. You know what I'm saying? After going to that. So we always ask one question and we just because the answers are always going to vary. What was your first night in prison when you knew that you were going to be in prison? Not like fighting the case after sentencing when you knew you was going to prison. I self-surrendered to Morgantown, you know, yeah. so. <laughs> oh, so you walked in there knowing I walked that. in going to, I was going to jail. When I got there, it was like, there was a guy there. They called him Chicken. I want to say he was from Baltimore. And uh, he like, 
is you Rook or is you Bill? I'm like, damn. <laughs> what? I'm like, I'm Rook. Like, how the fuck you know I was? He's yeah. like, oh, everybody know you coming to jail today. Like, nigga, they gonna have a big party. It's gonna be big boy cook-ups. And you but, like, what? <laughs> so when I, he take me to R&D, he take me to see one of my homeboys. He was calling my homeboy, Double R. He's like, yeah, man, I'm gonna take you to meet Double R. And uh, I go see Double R. And, uh. Like, the fuck is double R? That's yeah. what I'm thinking. But it was my man, Big Perm. It was like, oh, that's Perm, nigga. Yeah. So, jail, I mean, when I got to jail, I remember landing in my bunk. I was just thinking, all oh, this shit for little old me. They got motherfuckers blowing up buildings, all type of shit. I was just selling marijuana. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, yeah, I wasn't, and all I just was just thinking like, yeah, it's bullshit. And then while I was there, I'm like, this shit for suckers. Yeah. This shit ain't cool. This ain't, right, right, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. This, yeah. A, this ain't, like, I'm more intelligent than this. Like, I made millions of dollars selling drugs. I'm going to make millions of dollars legally when I get out of here. Yeah. Right. So, like, this so, shit is for suckers. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is definitely not what's possible. I lay on the bunk, the bunk. I'm looking at the ceiling. I'm looking around. And then it's like. A CEO giving me orders who normally wouldn't even be able to talk to me. Yeah. Like, like go to bed. It's like <laughs> go to like, bed. Yeah, like, bitch, you couldn't even talk to me if we was on the street. Like, yeah. So you know that All was right. an experience. Like this shit for suckers. What so, was the last night like when you knew you was coming home? <laughs> uh, probably was anxious, a little anxiety, like because you, man, getting out of jail is fucking hard. Yeah, it was hard for me. Because you go to jail, you have all this money, you come home, things are not the same, you're trying to figure it out, and you have all these plans that you want to do, you want to implicate, and then you have no way of knowing how are you going to get any of this shit done. Yeah. So, you have, to me, I had anxiety, like, damn, man, this shit fucked up, what the fuck I'm going to do? Yeah. But I knew I don't want to go back to selling drugs, so it's like, what you going to do? Yeah. So, it's hard, and... The only thing that kept me going was just believing in myself. Like, yeah. man, you did all of this other shit selling drugs. Like, to make millions of dollars selling drugs ain't easy either. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you gotta, see, you gotta I, believe in yourself to do that shit too. Right, and, and, and just to preference that, like, I think people think that that's an easy job. Like, I think people think that sports is an easy job. Like, oh, no man, work man. goes into that shit. Like, selling drugs is harder because... It, 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 it's because it's really, like, high-level uh, logistics. Yeah. Shit like that. Like, yeah, yeah, shit I, like I that. I said that, that on another interview before. Like, bro, I feel like I could run... GE for any Tesla, any big company, I can run that motherfucker. Like, yeah. let me look at the numbers. Let me see what how the company runs. I can tell you, I can figure out how to run the company at an efficient rate for sure. Now, when you was in there, because your mind pretty sharp, what were you reading to keep your mind sharp? Man, I read all business books. Man, I read, man, one of the best books I ever read is by Reginald Lewis, the black attorney. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why do hands have all the fun? Have all the fun. Come on, bro. Um, <laughs> one, of my, one of my favorite books of all time is Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's in the library. I read uh, something the Redstone book, the guy who uh, started Viacom. I read all business books. I ain't read no dope man novels, nothing. All yeah, I read yeah. was shit about the stock market and how to get some money. Are I, you hip to the greatest salesman in the world? OG man, uh, oh, yeah, OG man, yeah, you know, yeah, I read that too. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I see. Yeah. Okay, so I read yeah. that. I read the greatest. I read part two, and right now I'm reading the greatest secret. And the greatest. Now we can talk about it because we never had nobody who read it. So the greatest secret in the world is 
you reading the scrolls the way he told you that you read the scrolls in a book. So like right now, I'm in week 15 of re- reading the scrolls, but I'm only on scroll four. So you got to read them 30 days every day. Okay, and, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But so, the, so you read like the richest man in Babylon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I read Robert Kiyosaki books. All business books, man. I read uh, Zig Ziglar. He was one of my favorite authors. Tony Robbins. Yeah. Um, you read The Slightest Edge? No, I haven't read that one. Oh, bro, you... You got to get that, bro. Jeff Olson. So all them books that you read, I felt like, because we read a lot of those too, I felt like The Slightest Edge is the best book to read with that knowledge from those other books because you will understand Stand how to you apply. Already well, you speak, got it. Yeah, yeah. you, you already, already speak in terms of The Slightest Edge working for you because The Slightest Edge is something this big. And, and it works for you or against you. Tip okay. away from you or tip towards you. But with reading all of those books, you know like you have the power to make everything tip for you. But right. so The Slightest Edge, you got to pick that one up. That's, a, right. that's a great one, bro. The, you read I Wouldn't the Devil by the book? I, I, I haven't read it. I, got, I literally I got it. Yeah, I heard that was it. That one liked that too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Alchemist. Did you read the Alchemist? Yeah, I read that one. yeah. So if everybody, like I tell everybody, if you read the Alchemist, you are an alchemist because it gives you everything you yeah, need yeah. to shape and mold everything. Yeah. So let's talk about these movies, bro. Now I'm gonna be honest, man. I seen one more flip, right? But I was waiting to see the Cheddar Boys, and this is just me. I thought that was gonna be a biopic when when I first heard you talking about it. I'm like amped, like oh shit, like, yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Cut. I thought it was gonna be a biopic. You yeah. know what I'm saying. And one of one of the actors, uh, he he was one of my actor, uh, cause I like I just we do casting, too. yeah, we do casting. So one of the actors that I deal with, uh, Bernard Jackson, he in one more flip. He's just an extra in the strip club scene. Though. Okay, but he definitely put that on his bio. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. yeah. So yeah, like one more flip. That was a. Uh, that was dope. I like the way you released it too. And the reason I like the way you didn't go straight to Tubi like everybody else did is because that what was going on. And we, like I said, we know you from the Envy day. So we know this ain't nothing new to you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, but yeah, man, I can't wait to see the Cheddar Boys, but I'm just going to be honest. I thought it was going to be a biopic. When I I'm, like, no, <laughs> right, I'm going to give you, I'm, what I'm doing is, I've been doing all these movies. I got like six movies done right now. Well, I'm shooting the sixth movie right now. It's almost done. We got about, Seven, eight days left to shoot and we back at it Monday. Okay. So uh I'm gonna shoot a movie called Hot Girl Summer and I'm preparing to shoot the series The Lords, where it really be a biopic. So Cheddar Boys is not a biopic, but you know, it's a story. I think people are gonna love it. Right. Yeah. Um the goal is to constantly make movies that uh help people with their decision making and yeah. Choices and find something that they can take out of it for the for the good. Yeah. Um, now, do you write all these films, or like how do, how how you working it? Um, no, I Cheddar Boy Films is not just me. It's me, Ronnie Kirk, and Jeff Brown. Uh, Ronnie Kirk's a writer. He's a director, producer, super dope guy. He's worked on Creed, worked on No Sudden Moves. He's wrote for Blackish. Dope all around individual. Okay. Jeff Brown, he shoots, uh, he shot Empire, he shoots Power. Yeah. Dope cinematographer, dope writer, great person. So we're just trying to build something great. I may have an idea, a story, and uh, those gentlemen will write it, put it in their script form, and we just go shoot it and make it happen. I just yeah. want to be able to tell real stories and give people opportunities who normally wouldn't get these opportunities. To be in films and a chance to be great. And yeah. as I'm doing my former art, 
Uh, I've learned there's a lot of people around the world who like what I'm doing, so I'm gonna continue to do it. Yeah, right. right. So out of all of those projects, even though the world hasn't seen all of them, because you say you got a few in the tuck, which which one did you feel like, yo, this is my favorite? Like I can't even front. Like I don't watch all of these. I don't been in the editing bay and all of that, but this one right here, this this my shit. I don't have a favorite. I mean, or maybe I don't know. Maybe one more flip. Maybe my favorite because it was first. You know, it started. Yeah, this what we're doing, what we're building, but. They all have a part, and they're all a part of me, whereas I'm growing, I'm evolving as a filmmaker, we're getting better, because we don't have all the resources and all the money to make the film like uh, BMF or Power. But these are some high-quality projects, though, bro. Like, don't get it twisted. Like, oh, yeah, I'm looking yeah, at yeah, the quality yeah. of the yeah. project. The first of all, he watched everything. I, listen, when I, 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 I watch all of it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm a, I write books. I'm an award-winning uh, best-selling author, but I write urban I write urban fantasy books, and I write I children's it. books. When I, we can work. We can bring some of that stuff to life, man. We're always looking for our oh, writers. For, for sure, bro. Like, now, when he said cinematographers, we no, talking about animals. I'm talking about, like, urban fan. Like, I, I wrote a book. It's called Animal Instinct, The Urban Jungle, right? And it's an urban fantasy. And it's based around rabbits in the underworld with a family who the family, uh, the, the mother and the father rabbit is murdered. And the sons take over the jungle, but they being groomed by all the, fa- the, all the, the mother and the father's homies to make sure they protect oh it's dope and then we turned that into an animated series we'll send you the trailer and then right now though i'm actually in the process of writing a book with a guy uh from michigan city indiana his name is calvin hawkins his daughter was murdered in 2011 and it turned into a cold case and the dad the dad wouldn't give up so he he threw all these rallies did some investigating they end up uh arresting the guy who uh murdered his daughter the guy ended up getting 50 years for the murder so like i'm writing that right now that's a dope story i didn't want to shoot that into a movie that's no, we, that's that, a true story though no, it's a true story I, yeah yeah I we mean, could, i'm no no i'm saying I'm we really could like yeah like once the book is done like that, listen right. once the book is done then because I, I told him like yo once this book done bro we go take this to people and see what they want to do with this. You know what I'm saying? Oh but my God, man, as a parent, I don't know. That's, that's hard. off to that gentleman, man. Bro, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I'm simultaneously writing it as he's telling me things about him and his daughter. So, like I said, my daughter graduated from kindergarten yesterday, right? Just the other day, he was telling me about him remembering his daughter graduating from kindergarten. But he didn't know that my daughter was about to graduate. This is just me doing research for the book, and I'm getting all these memories. And as a father, man, like. Does he have other kids? Yeah, that that's why he said he didn't kill the other guy. That, like he told me, he like, bro, I grabbed my straps. I went out there to find out what was going on. And my wife is like, what about your other two kids? You feel yeah. me? And then that I told him, like, dog, for a man, that's a struggle. Like, that's that's yeah. ooh. And then what about what's uh, about it is the guy was free for a long ass. Time. Yeah. Yeah. The guy was free for a long, like. So the whole time it was a cold case. He's just trying to get he's trying to hunt this guy he, down. He, he knew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They knew, man. It's some shit I can't say on the air because it'll give it away. But I'm a t- like when we done, I'm gonna tell you some shit that's gonna be in the book, man. This yeah, shit is heartbreaking. This, this, yeah, this this any father. It's called Justice for Nikisha, a father's pain. That's the name of the book because the shit hurt. It hurt me writing it. Like I told my wife, like yo, I know I'm gonna need some extra counseling sessions after this. Like I know I'm gonna need to decompress after this. So, so it's kind of like method acting for you. Yeah. So, but yeah. the story got to be out there because it's. Yeah, but, man, I'm definitely open to shooting that story, bro. 
Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, like once it's once it's done, and I because I told him like some people gonna have to read the book before it come out if we want to. You know what I'm saying? But once it's done, bro, I get it right to you, bro. Because and then you'll be able to see how I write. Because I said I want to write on some shows or some mini series or whatever, but I want that shit to be true. I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that shit ain't authentic. <laughs> Right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, w- I want to be, I don't want to. be real. Yeah, like, I want to sit, talk to you, and you be like, now write that for this miniseries. And then I'll be like, all right, now I got to go ahead to, because shit be real, but it don't be interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. To be honest, everybody think their story or their life is super interesting. Yeah, like, but it's just we, real. It ain't, yeah, it, it should mean, be real. Everybody got an idea. Everybody think they stood as the best shit and. That's just how we are as human beings. Yeah. Like, what, what's going on with the clothes? What's next for the clothes? Uh, clothes, clothes. You can buy clothes online right now at cheddarboys.com. But um, I'm really gonna ramp it up uh, this fall. You know, so I, I did a test market and um, we did great. Like, did you? I, oh, did just great. did you put the uh, films in any of the film festivals and all of that? Oh, straight independent. We just doing that. Uh, all right, like man, I'm just I got some stuff where I'm working on. Where like, I got my own app. Like Netflix, yeah. This the home of exclusives. We oh, have you dropping exclusive. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, home so, exclusives. Um, it's in review. Apple just told me I'm in review, so you'll be probably able to download it on your own TV. Dope, dope. We uh we released a game, uh, a puzzle game based on the animated series. It's on Apple. You know what I'm okay, saying? That's dope. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks, man. Yeah. So we got one more flip that they can view now. Uh, by the time this come out. The Cheddar Boys, because y'all having a big event for the Cheddar Boys. Uh, yeah, we got the Cheddar Boys premiere June 24th at the Bel Air Cinema. Um, we got an after party at Minnie's. I look to have a great event, man. You yeah, know, yeah. Do something constructive for the city, get everybody to come out, everybody enjoy one another, have a great time. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah, that's dope. That's what it's all about, just having a good time. And people enjoy the work that we work so hard to put out, put together. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so it's just a y'all put that work in. You feel what I'm saying? Time go by. Now Detroit is on fire with the music. We are the number one market right now for music, and that's all y'all wanted, right? How it feel, bro? How it feel, man? It's like, I mean, I think it's dope to see like four two dub, Babyface Ray, Sada Baby, Peasy, Vezo, Payroll. GT, see all these guys doing their thing, and they've got an opportunity to make money to create for their families where they don't got to do no wrong and don't break no law. That's super dope. But how do it feel when you hear all them people you just named say, I used to listen to the Street Lords. Like, uh, like, 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 I used to listen to the Street Lords. I mean, I just think it's dope that we were able to influence some guys to Carry the legacy you on and go do something great. Yeah. So y'all did what y'all set out to do because that's how you get legendary. Like, like every, I'm telling you, man. Every time I see a nigga with some some iced out cardies, that's the reason we ain't getting none because so many people started. Like it wasn't like you used to could go to Atlanta and you say, "Yo, that's a Detroit nigga." It gotta yeah. be, you know what I'm saying? No, it's, no, it's it's the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had uh, so we had Eshan on too. Like Eshan only right. got five interviews out there. We one of them, right? Eshan dope, man. Yeah. I, was, I see that. Early rap, who I grew up on, Eshan would be one yeah, of my yeah, favorite yeah. rappers. Like I grew up on Eshan, Boomin, and uh, oh, I'm putting Dead Flowers up against any yeah, nigga album yeah. to, hey, to bro, this day. 
Different you better yeah. ask somebody. I, Anytime I, we get in a new car That's the first song we put yeah. on Just got a fresh fade from the barbershop yeah. Gonna pick up my niggas Gonna hit the strip Got the 357 three, just in case they trip, trip. Yeah. Might get a little drunk Might smoke some weed Cause Cause that shit, fuck with some hoes That's, that's all we need, need yeah. nigga. Like, yeah. yeah Make a nigga feel, feel like, like Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, A real ass nigga yeah, Ain't nothing but fake Feel like me nigga Pump your brakes So yeah So we had them on and shit right so we like, Ishan, you got to give us a story, nigga. You done been around everybody, nigga. You yeah, know what story he gave us? What he say? A street lord. story when he was in the studio with y'all, nigga, when that baby recorded his verse, nigga. You that's the story he gave us. That's the story Ishan gave us, nigga. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, he dope. gave us two. He gave us that one, and he gave us the time uh, he, he met Pac at the uh, one of them conferences. But that's the, he gave us we that We sent you the Ishan episode, yeah, too, We sent you the Ishan episode. He gave us that one, and it's like, when we started this shit, man, it was 2017, and we said, man, who the fuck we want to talk to man we said yo if we can't talk to Ishan we 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 want to talk to Ishan man we did probably like 10 shows man and we reached out to that nigga and said hey man you got a new record coming man come be on the show his manager was like yeah he coming you feel what I said? Yeah. He was our first interview in 2018 because it was January. Yeah. He, uh we had the my brother got the Dead Flowers record. Uh, original plastic. original he signed that bitch had a show he like nigga come to the show the show was at uh Harpo's. Harpo's. He come to the show. We are, we the only motherfuckers on stage. Ain't got shit to do with the show. We t- we filming from the back though. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, he gave, he dope. gave us that street lord story, man. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we always we always got a big up like hot because we call it the connected experience. Yeah, hey, show. Listen, I grew up on that sick down in the crack house earning my pay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I just blew him away. Yeah, man, like, I was like my motherfucking. Man, you. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. He had the red tape. Yeah, yeah. nigga. Me he, the fir- he the first person who dropped a double album that didn't come out at the same time with Judgment Day, by, uh, Day and Night. Yeah. And when put you put the, the covers and together, Nelly uh, stole that with, with sweat, sweat and, and suit, suit, and you put the <laughs> covers together. You put the cover together. Yeah. See, because when it's just too many motherfuckers now, but we was we we when it comes to that older shit, we very knowledgeable about that. How we said we got the murder dogs and shit, yeah. like. We very knowledgeable about that shit. You feel what I'm saying? So when niggas get to talking that shit, I be like, hold on, bro. Because you don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, I love strange music, right? There's no doubt in my mind. I love Tech 9 and I said, but that's Eshan Blueprint. And ICP took that blueprint and went to another level. And then Tech took that shit and went to the highest level. You feel me? Because I think, Especially in this day and age, with shit so being so fast, it, like people have and to understand where they right, like, that, and that's what and I'm saying. Like, oh, he worships the devil and all that, but no, know. but it was yeah. And, and even if that's the case, I'm not listening man. to you for who you believe in. I'm listening to what you put, what, what, what you, man, what you spit. I'm not an atheist. Well, has done for me. Yeah. Oh, he let me grow up in the, <laughs> the motherfucking ghetto. Yeah, yeah. I know that shit like the back of my hey, That's what I'm head saying, head but that's what we saying. Like, right? We fuck with him, you know what I mean? Like, but look, we got to shout out Rock though, right? Because uh, Rock Sites is because we call it the connected experience, and we live our life like. We connected to oh, anybody yeah, we sure. want to be connected to. It's sure. just through. It's, it's like that, it's right? One man away. And, yeah. and, and Rock, man, he been an ally of ours for a long time. And then we were seeing you making your rounds and shit. I said, dog, you got a you 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 got a connection to him, man. We need he, we need him to come sit down with us, man. But this is when one more flip was this just one coming more out. Flip. We, we like, seen you on Dita Mogul and Mogul. We watch and all that shit. We watch all that shit. We ain't no hate ass niggas. We watch all that shit. We like we want D to come on our show. Whether we go, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we like, man, we, we need Rook on our shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? He like it. But we always preference this in our minds. 
Everybody we want to talk to, we will when the when time, time is right. right. Oh, you feel yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, the sure. Cheddar Boy film coming out. The time is right. Uh, so we we appreciate you for coming, Thank you, bro. bro. You know what I'm saying? It means a lot to us. Whenever, man. Like, whenever, you feel what I'm man. So I love you. I got my, I'm going to make sure I have my numbers. Yeah, yeah, just call yeah. me direct. And uh, anybody that you want to come on the show. So, like, you you shooting all these movies. Bro, we had a whole cast on each movie. And if one nigga in three different movies, we have him back three different times. Like, that's what we do here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like I said, I write for a website. We just, I send you some copies of the article. So some articles get you on there, bro. Like that, our contribute, uh, our, what we can contribute to certain people, like it, it's uh, what is what they need. It ain't you know what I'm saying. The shit that we do with ease is like like the shit you do with ease. It be with somebody. I could put you could put up the mo- money for all these movies. Now you need the actors and shit, and that's what they problem be to be in the movies. Well, I'm shooting movies. Give me the actors. So I'm writing articles. Give me the content. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for yeah. Sure, cause it's always man. How I view this stuff? Cause I've seen. One more flip go viral a few times, and it's like a random lady, I want to say, <laughs> in North Carolina or South Carolina, she just posts on Facebook, like, man, this is a must-see movie. Yeah. And then she wake up, and the next That day, shit go crazy, yeah. That shit got, like, 10,000 motherfucking shares. <laughs> right, yeah. And then a couple of days later, that shit got 20,000 shares. Right, it's right. Like, the power of people, the power of sharing good stories and information, you never know where it can go. It's a lady on TikTok. Shout out to, I don't know the lady from a can of paint. Hey, Key, she got a movie. Shout out, got like 500,000 TikTok views. So it's like. Yeah. Right, like the word spreading, but definitely go uh, continue to spread that. So tell people where they can find you at, where they can uh, tap in with you social on social the social networks and everything. Uh, you can tap in with me at... Um, Facebook is Street Lord Rook. On Instagram is Street Lord Rook. On Twitter is the real Street Lord One. On TikTok, I think it's Street Lord Rook. But I damn near answer everybody. Really, when I'm down there, be on probably the most is Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Uh, if somebody hit me up, I don't, man, it's my phone in my hand, so they don't take me there and respond. Okay. So I love. Okay. And uh, if they want to get at you, where they can get at you at, bro? Uh, Instagram and Twitter, man, at TCE Pod. Instagram and Twitter at TCE Pod. What about you? If they want to buy that book, you was talking about one sljackson.com, one sljackson.com. Uh, I ain't on no social, so the only way to get with me is you got to know somebody who know me that could put you in contact with me. You know okay. what I'm saying? Uh, well, I'm, I'm on social for both of us. That's like yeah, they think it's both. They think it's both of us anyway, man. I'm yeah. Antoine. I'm Antoine. I want for my brother what, what I, I want, want for myself. myself.